know what's the matter. They lied to us. The treacherous is here. It's her. What new story? I'm standing with one of these doctors. I just wanted to talk to you about some of the things that have been happening here. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we got Coriander and special guest, horror show host. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. How are you doing? doing? I'm doing very good because finally we're going to start talking about some Dario Argento. And we've been waiting to do that. So what better way to start than with Suspiria, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's probably his biggest movie. Our most well known. Yeah. One of his best. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so let's see who we have in the chat here. We've got Slasher Fred saying the only thing more terrifying than the last 12 minutes of the first 92. It's funny because <laughs> the movie's not even 104 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, right off the poster, man. Uh, <laughs> my man uh, Neil Neon Black is in the chat saying, Suspiria, hey. yes. This one is up next in my Argento series, but it will probably be a couple of weeks before I can get to it. Oh, nice, nice. man. I can't wait yeah. to see it. Very cool. Uh, let's see. we got Strange Monkey in the chat saying Hello. good evening. Good right. evening. Yeah. <laughs> we got Gorophobe, my man Gorophobe saying Suspiria. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, and we got Drake. Drake saying, what's up, guys? Hey, what's going on, Hello. Drake? All right, so yeah, let's 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 start this thing off uh, either with high points or if you guys want to start talking about the story how it started off. I'll start with you, Coriander, and then we'll go to horror show host. What do you think of, of of this? What comes to your mind? What do you think of the beginning of the story and so forth? Uh, I mean, it starts off pretty damn good, you know. Mm-hmm. With and the can I just say too that before we even get into like anything that. I mean, I love the atmosphere that this movie brings. Mm-hmm. I like the colorful yeah. style that, you know, is throughout this whole movie. It's like, yeah. I mean, the whole color scheme thing, like, makes this one of... And plus the music. I mean, yeah. Goblin's music is incredible. And it, with the colors and the music, it, it just elevated the movie to, like, a whole nother level. Yeah, it's just, I agree. It's just awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. How about yeah. you, Horsho? I think the movie starts off incredibly strong. It's very visual, not only in color, but in graphic violence and music. Mm-hmm. It's like all in your face and in your ears. Um, and then the movie kind of goes on, and it's it's very interesting, for sure, uh, because not a lot makes sense, and that's a very risky approach, and I think it works out pretty well in this movie's favor. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, and the thing of it is, is like a movie like this, you're, you know as I rewatched it, because I hadn't actually seen it in a couple of years. So I'm, I'm actually glad. That's the great thing about reviewing these movies is that you get a chance to rewatch things that you just hadn't got a chance to in a while. And you're right. It's like the story is kind of all over the place and you're trying to make sense of it. And I think, uh, especially Gorephobe in the chat, 
he once had a really good quote. It's not so much about the why things are happening; it's just the what. Just kind of accept it and let it wash over you, and you'll probably enjoy it a lot more. But starting out with Susie, who's just trying to get to this academy, played by Jessica Harper, who was awesome in this movie,、um, I might add. And when she finally gets there. You know, it's just—it's just like wow. It's—it's it's like she got into a new dimension or something. You know, the set designs、right. and everything that they used, that Dario used, were absolutely fascinating. But Coriander, once she gets there, what were you thinking of the story as it started to progress from that point? Well, you know, it's—I'm—you know—I was—I did ballet as a little girl, right?、Mm-hmm. So. You know, you're in an academy where these people are in it to be professionals, and so yeah, it's interesting to see a supposed life of what an academy like this is supposed to look like.、Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, it's interesting to see how some shit. I mean, her first night there, she has some chick open, fling the door open, and yell some shit, and runs out. You know, it's so、yeah. it's like it, it, there's a lot of drama when you first do the door. So, yeah, yeah, I think that really set the tone. As a matter of fact, let's let's talk about that because the opening kill was obviously just spectacular as far as the visuals, the way it was drawn out for the tension. So, Horisha,、mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let you take that. What, what did you think about how all of that came about? Because it starts off, you know, they're just having this conversation, and you obviously know something is wrong, and then of course, <laughs> you know, the shit hits the fan. What did you think of how all that worked out? Um, well, for me, I think it's it's a little crude, but that the reason I think it works in that regard is because it's a relatively low budget film from the '70s, and the crudeness kind of makes it more creepy in a way. Like、yeah. the the eyes in the window is very a very easy to、yeah. do effect, but it's done super well.、Um, yeah. The heart pumping and the stabbing looks a little iffy, but then when you stop to think about it, nothing's making sense anyway. So why should her heart still be? Why should her heart <clears throat> not be pumping blood? When、right. it's open, open, and the chest cavity is all open.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. Good point. And you know, to me, and just to just to to jump in too, the the way that the the first kill was done, it just seemed like it was just like out of nowhere. That that was the part that kind of creeped me out a little bit too, especially when I first saw it. Because again, like we said, it just wasn't wasn't following like a logical. Progression, you know, all of a sudden, bam, and she's getting stabbed, and then this, and then that, and you know,、she's、it's just so.、Room. It's like,、wow. yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> she's、what? in a room. Where'd you go from? <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like, wow, let's bring her up to the roof and string her up, and、mm-hmm. and I was just like, this is just crazy, man. But the visuals and the cinematography, especially in this scene, starting this thing、yeah. off, pretty much was just fantastic. When the camera pulls back. And you see that that her friend know, gets it too. Yes,、yeah. and the, the glass is cutting right through her face, and I、yeah. was like, "That's not too shabby for 1977." Yeah, there's、not、a quote、shabby. from a, a someone I used to watch. I forgot what the channel was called. I think they were taken down. I'm not sure though. They said、um, they were. I think they were reviewing the Prowler,、mm-hmm. and they said、um, it's got good gore. It's good, good, good effects. For an American movie, and you step into the Italian genre, and that's where it gets really intense, especially、yeah. back in the seventies、yeah. and eighties. It's like a whole、yeah. different ball game. Right, right, absolutely.、Uh, real quick, too, in the chat,、uh, 
Neon Black was saying, never understood why this one wasn't called Deep Red. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, <laughs> right? Exactly. <That's> funny. <laughs> uh, Gorephobe says, Suspiria is what I'd, I'd call the total package of a horror movie. Yeah, I hear you on that. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, yeah. Drake says, I love the way the arm just comes from out of the frame and stabs her. <laughs> yes. It just was like, wow, you know? Uh, you can really feel the influence of Daria Nicolodi in the writing of this. She's really underrated as an all-around talent. Her input helped make this what it is. There's no, there's yeah. no doubt about that. And yeah, she's passed away like really recently. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like maybe within the last two months. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I remember hearing too. about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. too bad. But um, yeah. but anyways, but you know, once we're in the school and we get past that opening, and obviously we're meeting, you know, the headmistress, we're meeting the teachers, and, and all that good stuff. The other students, uh, Coriander, as far as how the story is shaping up, what what did you think of this? I mean, to me, the tension was thick. It just felt like something bad was going on. Even the first time I saw this, and I kind of went into it blind years ago. What were you thinking of those scenes? Yeah, I mean, well, when you first meet, you know, Madame Blanc, it's, you know, she was nice. She, you know, wanted her there. She was accepting of her, you Mm -hmm. know, and yeah, I loved the Nazified Mrs. Tanner. Well, Ms. Mm, Tanner. Yes, yes. I I thought she was great. Um, But yeah, but it seems like. Like to me, it would seems like it, that sounds like a typical ballet school. You know what I mean? Yeah. The friggin' hard ass instructor, and mm-hmm. you know the prima don, you know, madam, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good point. I, I enjoyed how these characters. I liked the cast. I liked all of it. You know. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good point. Absolutely. Uh, Gorefolk saying, "Yeah, rest in peace to Daria." Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt about that. Uh, and we got Fachi Cinema in the chat. What's going on, man? Suspiria Man just did did that. Oh, did not like he this He didn't one. like oh, it. Okay. Oh, right. interesting. How to, come? I'm curious. It, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Let us know why. <laughs> let us know why. I mean, but that yeah. being said, and, and I'll throw it to you in a second, Horror Show. I mean, that being said, you know, Italian horror, it does have a different flavor. And it's kind of an off-kilter mm-hmm. type of thing going on with it. For you, horror show, what do you think of Italian horror in general? You know, not just Argento, but as far as how it compares to American horror. I think it takes more risks. It definitely tries things that American movies wouldn't even dare because they were in fear of getting an X or or worse, an unrated release where they wouldn't get any release whatsoever in theaters. Um, They also really wanted to try to be the best they could on a budget. Mm-hmm. They they definitely had much lower budgets than most American films of the time. Some were very grungy and very down and gritty because of that, and it just adds to the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. How about you, Coriander? Because you've seen you've seen a lot of foreign horror in your time. You know, how do you think it compares to American horror? <laughs> well, you know. Uh... American horror likes to do the same thing and use the same type of people. You know, you get into uh, yeah. Italian horror and you get a blend of everything. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, Italian, it's more like a visual 
type of horror and the gore. I mean, yeah, it, it we got good gore in, in American, you know, horror too, but mm-hmm. it just seems like these guys just, yeah, make it more so in, in a way that it's hard to explain, you know, unless you yeah, see it. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, and also it seems like it all also deals a lot more with feeling, you know, as far as whether it's how the story is told, um, the odd angles, the soundtracks are usually, you know, kind of a a mainstay. The soundtracks are usually a a character within itself. And you don't Mm -hmm. see that as much in American horror. Although it's funny because um, obviously, everyone knows Goblin, great band, and um, yeah. it was it, w- it was famously said that John Carpenter was inspired by Goblin, and he was inspired by them to create his soundtrack for Halloween. So, you, cool. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and and obviously, and we just talked about Halloween last night, but obviously mm-hmm. in Halloween, the soundtrack is a huge part of the movie. Yes, and and how you feel exactly, just like yeah, this one is. About it. Yeah. Exactly. It brings I, like that extra level of creepiness. I mean, totally. It's yeah. yeah the music I, I, is, yeah. I saw this thing once where they did this, um, this, this, I don't know if it was an experiment or just something to do. Like a screening kind of. Well, it, what they did is they, yeah. And they took the soundtrack mm-hmm. and they uh, switched it with something that was almost more like carnival music or something like that, you know, just to show how, the mood of the film was totally, totally different. And it's true, you know, yeah, so music sure. is a huge part of what makes Halloween so great. And it's a huge part mm. of, you know, these foreign horror classics, um, you know, obviously that we're talking about. Uh, real quick too, uh, Strange Monkey was saying the soundtrack really helped build the tension. Yeah, yeah. I agree, yeah. And Fachi Cinema says, nope, I tried. I guess I just didn't get it. So many random things just didn't blend for me. Yeah, I, yeah. there's a lot of random things. Absolutely. Uh, Neil was saying, with Italian horror, anything can happen and does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, and I like how, saying, you know, these, like, a lot of these movies don't really make sense. You know, they're really not mm-hmm. made to make sense. You know, mm-hmm. they're there for the visuals, for the sound, for... Yeah. Well, and and also too, a lot of them are so psychological. So when you're talking about a psychological angle, that mm-hmm. can be, you know, you can kind of have different perception of that from one person to another. And and I think Dario was really famous in saying that he feels as though a lot of the more merit, the mo- more modern horror movies don't have that as much that psychological edge and that was something that he always wanted to have in his films and his favorite horror films from other uh directors and filmmakers have that psychological angle you know um but yeah but getting back to the to the story itself now horror show once we get to the point where Susie uh starts to see a lot of a lot of odd things she start I mean she st- she saw odd stuff right from the beginning which is true but I mean she started to get to the point where she was putting two and two together and you had that fantastic scene where they're all staying um in that that one room together I thought the scene was just so great and it's just again it's mood and shadows and and odd horse breathing <laughs> which is probably my favorite scene in the movie <laughs> okay all right now what what makes it such a great scene to you or what are some of your favorite things about it because it makes sense it's like they're all standing together and there's this person behind the curtain mm-hmm, and it could yeah. be anybody 
Right. Um, but they figure it's the headmistress, and her heavy breathing is every. It's just an amplifies the tension, and there's nothing really supernatural happening there. It's just her sleeping and the sound of her breathing. Yeah. It just it makes sense why they'd be creeped out by it because it's a very unnerving kind of breathing. Yeah. Um, so it's probably the reason why I love it so much is because it's one of the few scenes that actually has a structure that makes sense. Mm, that's a good point. Excellent point. Yeah. How about you? Of suspense. Yeah. No, I agree. How about you, Coriander? What did you What did you think of that scene? Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> for one, it's like I was thinking to myself, why are these girls all sleeping together? You know, when they have their own rooms. Right. I didn't know if this was like just a little slumber party that they do here. Well, it was sure, after. But... It, it was uh, after the maggot scene. Yep. Oh, so had, okay. They so had, they had to clean. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I thought it was, yeah, it was creepy to see that, you know, these girls are old enough. It's like, why do they need someone always, you know, watching them or behind a curtain? You know, it, it, mm. it yeah, it's just, you know, it's a very, I don't know, like I said, this, this Nazified place, you know, it, it right. they like to watch and it's creepy, you know, yeah. it's, it's yeah. interesting. The, the iron fist, you know, and uh, <laughs> right. I just, you know, in these sets, you, you just kind of love the colors that that he used. Everything just seemed yeah. so surreal, you know, and just out of out of touch with reality. Yes, yeah, yes. But one of my other scenes that I thought was really really cool was was in the uh, the, the courtyard. And yeah, um, this is one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, man, was that creepy as hell or what? Yeah, you can actually like, kind of make out awesome. the shadows. The witches flying on broomsticks. They say. Yes. Yeah. Like when they're I up mean, in the you could... because yeah. Yeah. In the it, tower, it was, it was, you could just see them flying by. Yes. Yeah, it's like you, and, and, and it's funny too, because I was saying this to Coriander before, before we went live, is that you just get that little glimpse, you know? It's not, it's funny because with a movie like this or, or even some other examples of Italian horror, a lot of times it's these little moments, these little flashes to kind of just, you know, get your mind moving a little bit. And then, of course, you you take that and then the other end of the spectrum is you have those moments of the gore where things are just so fantastical you know the camera stays on the situation the camera stayed yeah. on the dog eating yes. him yes like, i thought oh, that was great man. i mean that dog would have kept eating him if those cops didn't run over to him yeah it's not my favorite scene but it is definitely the scariest for me yeah yes. it's awesome yeah, it was it was a good one. Seriously, um, let's see. Gore is saying Goblin definitely a unique musical talent. Imagine so many of our beloved horror classics without their original soundtrack. Not just Italian horror, but don't forget about the Goblin input on Dawn of the Dead, nineteen seventy eight. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, the uh, dog eating his blind owner scene was also referenced in Beyond by Fulci. Yeah. yeah, you know, and it's that's so funny because I was saying to Coriander, I was like, now, yeah, you did. did Fulci just get inspired? Because it was very similar <laughs> the way it happened, yep. you know, yeah. it was very, very similar. Um, Gore says, I always wish that Jessica Harper would uh, do more movies. Yeah, I thought she was great in this movie, man. I She's got a really good name, did. even if you haven't heard of her, the name Jessica Harper in Suspiria just has a nice <laughs> ring to it. <laughs> it does, it really, really does. But let's also, we also got to talk about 
the razor wire scene. Oh, I that mean, makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> it right? That's what I'm saying, man. I was like watching it, and I'm squirming, and I'm just praying that she could just stand up and get the hell out of that. I mean, I think that scene was well, one, it was fantastic, and it was drawn out because when she was climbing the window to get out of the room, and you could see the razor blade trying to lift the latch of the lockup, and I'm just like, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> what? <Would> you- <laughs> <laughs> What'd you guys think of how this was executed? Because I just thought it was so fantastic. How about you, Rochelle? I think the scene is very unnerving and very disgusting. Yeah. But by the end, when he slits her throat, which I think was a pig they slashed open to, to, um, to symbolize her neck. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he should have just left her. That would have been even more painful. Never cut uh, her throat. Yeah, that's a good point. Absolutely. If you really want her to suffer. Yeah, because she was, oh man, I felt, I I wanted to just help her out of that. Every time she almost got out of it and she'd fall back down and she's she made it worse. Yeah, like, oh, man. The God, only thing man. I don't like about it is that when she, before she falls in, how did she not see a bat of barbed wire sitting Yeah, that's what her? I said. <laughs> right? It's like, why yeah. did she miss that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Coriander, I know that scene really got you going too and got you pretty uncomfortable, right? Uh, well, it's just, I wouldn't say uncomfortable, but it's almost like, <laughs> stop moving, you know what I mean? The more you move, the worse it's getting. Right? So, yeah. 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 And right. I think too, with her getting closer to the door, it just made it easier for whoever was killing these girls to, you know, slit her throat that much more easier mm, I hear you I think if she would have just stayed put you know someone eventually would have heard her screaming for help and maybe mm. help could have been called yep. but she's fucking doing her stupid shit and yeah man <laughs> she brought it all on herself uh, and Gore says uh, nice faulty fact horror show yes nice. absolutely yeah. absolutely <laughs> Uh, let's see. We also have Mr. Dan in the chat saying, yes, dreamlike. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hello. Dan? How you doing, man? Nice how's to going? see you. Nice to see you. Um, and we also have Marvel fan in the chat. What's going on? Nice to have you. Welcome. Welcome. Saying Suspiria is the best, but I do prefer Inferno. Oh. That's one I, I try to get yeah. into Inferno so many times, about four or five times. And I'm like, I just something about it. It's not bad. It's just not as memorable as Suspiria, I think. Uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about that at some point soon. That'll be an interesting <laughs> conversation. Uh, Fred was saying Jessica Harper was also in the remake. Yes, she yeah. did appear yeah, I the love remake. the remake. Did you? you oh, did, see, did you, I really didn't. Did you like the remake better than the original? I did. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. All <laughs> right. Now, that'll be a cool conversation because at some point we're going to have that that conversation. Yep. So I'll have to remember that. That's really cool. I, I've only seen the remake once and I want to yeah, want to watch it. I want to watch it again and absorb yeah. it because there was a lot going on. Yeah, I've seen it twice remake. and I, I've seen Suspiria about three or four times. And yeah. I, I want to watch the Suspiria remake again, but I, I do remember enjoying the remake more. But we can get into it more when, we're, when we get into that topic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Marvel fans saying that scene is amazing with the razor wire. Absolutely. I agree. And we got my man John Steele. John Steele is in the chat, y'all. Saying, watched it the other night and introduced Trench to it. Trench, you haven't seen that? Wow. That is cool. Awesome. Very cool, man. 
Very, very cool. Uh, Neon Black saying, I thoroughly enjoyed the remake. All right. This is going to be a good conversation when we get into that. Wow. Nice. Nice. But, um, but yeah, I mean, and as we get into the finale of it all, you know, I just thought, first of all, what was kind of cool about it is she's seeing these things go on, talking about Susie. She's putting two and two together. She has the conversation about, you know, uh, about witches, you know, or, you know, there's witches here and all that. Um, the scenes where she's she's obviously drugged and she's trying yeah. to, you know, stay with it and, and this and that. Yeah. And I thought it was I thought really it was good. smart. How, oops, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. How they were like counting footsteps and, yes, you know, and. <laughs> yeah. I would have given so up after ahead. the 10th step. I've been like, oh, what, 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 which one was she on? I can't remember. Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that took some skill right there. Right. But but again, you know, she's putting two and two together, and I thought that that was some really uh, cool stuff. But when we get into the finale, and she <laughs> she's counting the steps, she's walking yeah. down the hall. I mean, and 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 I would love would have loved to have played, you know, some of those. But obviously, we know how YouTube is. But the ambiance, the atmosphere, it is just so. It's just right on the edge of creepiness, you know. And that doesn't even that doesn't even include the music, which really amplifies it. And it's dark; you see shadows, but you also see color. It's it's fantastic. What I'll start with you, Horsho. What did you think about the finale, especially as she's going down that hallway and she finds the headmistress there? She hears them talking about, you know, she's got to die and all that. How do you think that scene played out? Well, the scene leading up to her finding the room was incredibly loud <laughs> yeah. music was almost overbearing but I do think it worked in the sense of making very uneasy yes but it also worked didn't work in the sense that it was kind of annoying at parts um, but when she gets into the room it it changes um, the game pretty much like oh she knows for certain there's witches in here and she yeah. knows for certain that um, people that she cared about or were friends with her dead and now they're coming back to attack her um, yeah and the very, I don't know if you want me to get into spoilers or not. Um, oh yeah, we're go- we're gonna do spoilers. Okay. This is definitely a spoiler review. The whole way she destroys the uh, Grand High, which I guess you could say, mm-hmm. it's inventive, but I think it could have been drawn out a little bit more and had a little bit more of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I-, I hear you on that. How about you, Coriander? How-, how do you think that finale went, or how did it go for you? I should say. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't mind it. I think with how her getting there was a little drawn out, I didn't mm-hmm. mind that, you know, the, the kill, the final kill scene was, I didn't think it was that bad, you mm-hmm. know, because it was interesting that, you know, the witch, that she could make herself, like, disappear, yes. you know, and uh, I don't know, just the fact that, yeah, her outline appears and she was smart to even think that well there only has to be like a certain you know if I don't see the outline how could I not you know stab her so it was almost like interesting how it all played out but hey she did it and yeah she pretty much destroyed everything that whole academy crumbled (laughs) and the whole um whole witch grand high witch I think was actually a prostitute they paid to play the old witch Yep. I really? They, wow. Yeah, I think they paid a prostitute to play that role. Wow. I didn't know that. Holy crap. Or just some really old lady. I don't remember which. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just on the street <laughs> or whatever. Yep. I hear you. 
Uh, Gore in the chat was saying uh, the problem is that there is no reason to remake, reboot, or reimagine a movie like Suspiria. It's just dumb. Leave the icons be, please. Yeah, yes. I'm, so, so, yeah, so many icons. I'm giving you the thumbs up, Gore, if you could see it. You can't, but that's <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, Drake says that is one of the most frightening scenes I've ever seen. Yeah, it was creepy. I mean, I'll put it yeah. to you this way: as far as atmosphere and creep factor, it was definitely. Like I said, it was very creepy. I mean, they, like I said, they amplified her the Grand High Witch's voice, which made her stand out above all the other noise when she was like, "Oh, it's the American girl." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. But um, w- let's do. We'll do a couple of uh, uh, quick uh, facts too uh, that we've got here. And Coriander, you you had gotten some of these these facts, and we're going to start with Joan Bennett, which. Um, this was uh, her final film that she uh, she had done. Yeah, headmistress, right? Or, yes. Or, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So that was the final film she she had done. Um, yep. Long storied career. Hey, you know. Um, right. And let's see. Uh, well, the the Snow White inspiration, and I'll let I'll let you uh, explain that for you. Andrew, yeah, the cinematographer. Yeah, watched Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs um, uh-huh. so that they could like model the color scheme of the film. So yeah, that's how they got the the, the color scheme. That's, isn't that crazy? That's that's so yeah. funny, man. It's like you have this movie that is you know a damn creepy movie, genuinely creepy, and right? they get inspiration from something like Snow White. <laughs> it's just yeah. crazy, man. Right? Oh man. Uh, I think we got a couple more here. Uh, Goblin and Argento. Yeah, they, yeah, they composed the music for and 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 yeah, for like every scene, they'd like play it full blast so they could like unnerve the actors and try to like elicit a truly scared like performance. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. Hey, that music would creep me out. I'm not gonna lie, man. The music right? itself was damn creepy. You know, I think, you, yeah. the sets too. Yeah, I think the creepiest part about the soundtrack is the uh, ghostly howls in the background of the music. Yeah, very yeah. creepy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, the maggot nightmare, which was a damn creepy scene, man. <laughs> yeah I mean that's funny they had crew dropping grains of rice you know onto the actresses above yeah to make them so thank god they didn't use real maggots like they did in Fulci's <laughs> film you know they used just rice in this yeah you, so, you yeah. start to see, you start to see the bridges uh, between the two a little bit you know it's kind of interesting um, right? and we got we got one more that you had pulled up uh, Coriander, obviously talking about uh, the Three Mothers uh, trilogy. Yeah, this movie was the first part, yeah, of a trilogy with Inferno and the mm. Mother of Tears. Yeah, right, right, right. Now, have you guys seen the Mother of Tears? Yeah. Would you Would you think of it? I mean, not getting deep into it, but yeah, it was it was not like the other two that's given because it's like twenty years after Inferno, twenty five yeah. years even. Um, but it's its own thing. It's very graphic, uh, which mm. I was all for. Um, nice. The CGI, of, of the um, CG effects were just—they were pretty bad. But mm. <laughs> other than that, I think it was a very warmth, the, the very uh, 
warm and rustic appearance. I had a very yeah. warm and rustic appearance when it came to the cinematography, which was different from the Suspiria and Inferno, which I, I actually admire. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Did you see that one, Coriander? I haven't. Nope. Okay. That's All one right. that, no, I well. haven't seen. I've seen quite a few of Argento, but mm-hmm. yeah, this is one yeah. that, nope, I haven't. Yeah, his later stuff is mostly known as not being as good. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of them are, they have interesting aspects to them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gore saying, if you want to make a movie, uh, create something new, too many remakes, what we need is some new classics. Yeah, it would be nice yeah, to have some new classics. Yeah, the remakes, right? Yeah. Well, you well, know, go ahead. No, go ahead, Horror Show. Okay. Uh, the Suspiria remake is a lot different than the original um, in terms of tone, cinematography, plot, pretty much. Like, mm-hmm. the whole... The whole thing about Suspiria and the original is that it's about a dance academy, yet the dancing is, there's dancing, but it's not really integral to the plot, whereas in the remake, it's very integral to the plot. It's how they manipulate and change what's happening, and it's very, very intense. It's not just like a typical ballet dance, it's just a very brutal and, um, what's a good word, Uh, very labor-inducing dance. Um, that's just yeah. one thing I love over the original, but that's a, a very minor thing in the original mm-hmm. compared to the remake. So I don't think it's a very fair criticism to make, but it's still there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I think that was one thing I got to admit, man. Some of those dancing scenes, I was getting like, what, oh, you know, some yeah. of, some some of what was going on. Not to, I can't even remember. So. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I definitely remember that. <laughs> Because that was like, wow, man! Some of that was really intense. And also, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you can go ahead. Um, I think the thing about the remake that I actually preferred over the original the most was, and this could be blasphemy, but it's the colorization of the film. Now, a lot of mm-hmm. people hated the remake because it was very rustic, very mm-hmm. dry, very colorless, and I think that's a very smart thing to do when you're because you can't compete with the superior cinematography and color. Yeah. So might as well go with the complete opposite and do what you can with what little you want to provide in terms of color. And that was very a very smart move to make. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it just... It, it looked something like... Something like I would want to live in that kind of area. Like, it's just very toned down. It's not very in-your-face color. Like, I love... Uh, what the doctor's house where he just sits in the hammock in the backyard it's it's yeah. very very relaxing and the dance academy itself is very of its time like 1940s 1950s it's very perfect for its setting yeah no i agree with that yeah they definitely it'd be no it would have been a good idea to try to do what dario did yeah you know? well they did their so, own thing which yeah, was very did. nice yeah <laughs> Um, Neil was saying that he uh, agreed with Gore saying while I really enjoy some of the remakes I'd much rather see an effort to just create something new yeah yeah I hear you man uh, we got Brian Brian's in the chat saying hey Knight and Coriander and Horror Show host what's going on Brian Hello. how you doing yeah we got same uh, names there <laughs> <laughs> Gore saying it is different uh, they tried to go their own way good point Horror Show yeah yeah thank you uh, Brian is saying, I like uh, how the girl breaks through the glass high above in the ceiling of the dancing school. Yeah, man, it was it was crazy. 
Was that the it's... dance school, or was that the um, hotel? I don't. I think it was. That the was hotel. the hotel. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he was all, it was a good scene thing. either way. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, he was asking, wasn't the original uh, done in Technicolor, or am I wrong? Yeah, it was done in Technicolor. It was one of the last films to, to be done in Technicolor. Um, so, yeah. But they wanted to do that because of how they could get the sharper colors and everything. So I think, yeah. 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 It worked. Um, it, yeah, it worked really well. It really did. Uh, Neil was saying the Suspiria remake is pretty unique among remakes in that it really is a new movie just based on something that came before. Yeah, I agree. I can agree with that because, you know, when I saw it, I was like, wow, this is so different, you know, and, and I will give them credit, like my horror show was saying, too. Um, they definitely didn't try to just mimic what Dario did. So that was smart. And if they didn't call it Suspiria, then people would have been like, oh, just Suspiria or Ripoff. There's really no winning or middle ground in there. Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. Absolutely. But, um, but yeah, no, I thought I thought the ending of it, uh, it was creepy, it was fantastical, uh, the colors, the setup to it, the lead up. And again, just, you know, and I've already said it before, but I think, I just think Jessica Harper was just so good in this movie. She just has this type of, you know, she just physicalized the character in a way that you always kind of in other words I was able I was almost like I was feeling what she was feeling you know as she was getting creeped out as she was kind of wide eyed she has those eyes Mm. yeah you know almost like a deer caught in headlights you know it's like oh (laughs) shit yes and I think I think it was perfect for this for this type of movie it really really was I mean like I said when she was going through stuff I was just I was just right there too man everything that she was doing so but this is a classic and um being that it's Italian horror foreign horror movie you know for some people it hits uh hits home for them it works out pretty good for some people it's just a different flavor it's sort of coriander how when we were talking about Fulci's movies the Gates of Hell trilogy um Mm -hmm. you just you got to go into it and just let it happen don't try to connect too many dots because not many dots will be able to be connected i mean it's it's not a really hard plot to follow storyline you know what i mean so that makes it you know kind of not in that way a little easier to understand than some of fulci's stuff you know because some movies you left question like what the fuck just happened you know <laughs> so where this you pretty much knows you know exactly what happens you know what yeah. i mean so yeah neil neil was saying uh, still gonna say the original is best is argento at his best and i will yes. always love it yeah me too there's there's no dissing the original that's for sure yeah yeah <laughs> uh brian was saying maybe it's more of an atmospheric film rather than a jump scare film oh yeah 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 no about that. definitely oh, yeah. It, it's almost but. Yeah, it's almost a definition of atmospheric. <laughs> yeah, it's like you build up the atmosphere, but a lot of movies now are like, we'll build up the atmosphere, make it really creepy, then boom, jump scare, and ruin the atmosphere. Yeah, Can't good point. That. It almost breaks you out of the trance. Yeah, with know? this, it's like building the atmosphere constantly but you know, until those... they reveal something, then, then it's all of a sudden yeah. the atmosphere just sticks around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the jump scares, those things, nah. It's funny to see other people jump, but I mean, it's rare that, you know... Ooh, I'm gonna jump. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so funny jump scares really don't work for me. That's my whole point. Yeah, the um, 
last time I went to a movie theater to see a supernatural horror film, I think was Insidious Chapter 3. Maybe it was not. But anyway, I was in a theater filled with teenagers, and they were jumping at the scares. And that, I liked seeing that, at the jump scares. But then they were screaming. Like, ah, oh, don't go in there. That's so stupid. Don't do that. Why are you so stupid? <laughs> like, oh, God. That, that, that's what ruins it. More, more so than people jumping at jump scares. Because at least they're not screaming their head off at what the characters are doing. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Gore says, uh, makes you wish Nickelodeon and Argento would have written together more often. Yeah, that would have been really cool to have seen. I agree with that. Yeah. But anyways, guys, uh, that's about all we have for Suspiria. Um, you know, just one of those movies. It's one of those benchmarks, benchmark movies, you know. Um, Drake saying, that's because you are a sissy, Coriander. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come she, on. She, she never jumps. <laughs> She's definitely the opposite <laughs> of that. You can't scare the girl. But, um, but well, yeah. You would never no, know. She has never screened on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good point. But, um, My kids try to scare me, and they can't even do that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and before we head on out, Gore was saying uh, Mother Tears is a big fall from Suspiria and Inferno. Yeah. Comparatively that. speaking, yes, very much so. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, guys, um, definitely let us know what you think about Suspiria in the comment section down below. Also, let us know, although we have some plans, nothing was concrete, but let us know if you'd like to see us talk about uh, the original and the remake and, and all that type of stuff. Let us know in the comment section. Ah, okay, there you go. You're ready to go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> nice. Nice, nice, nice. And also, please make sure to give us a like. And if you also could do, share this out with people that would enjoy it. We'd appreciate it. It would help to support the channel and all of that good stuff. Uh, Drake is saying, have a good night, guys. Thank you so much. We appreciate yeah, you that. you too. All right. And uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us. We want to thank Horror Show Host for joining us tonight for this talk uh, like i said yeah. we've been waiting to do argento so it's great to be able to do it and have you with us on the panel and we'll see where we go with that idea of the remake episode <laughs> <laughs> so we'll catch you guys later take it easy if you're watching this if you're listening to this you are the night watch peace out guys up chitch mm -hmm.